the business of people with Lizelle van Rijn. Business of people, this is a complete off-the-fly cuff ad hoc podcast with my very good friend Chad. Cool, hi, hi there, hi there. Hi, hi, hi Hello. to the audience out there. Hi everyone, so nice to um, be with you all today. Yes. Um, so Cape Town is lovely, if you're coming from out of town, it's a beautiful day, town is quiet, it's definitely the place to be, but unfortunately you just can't get there, so um, you know, it is what it is. And so yeah. this is the first time I'm seeing you since, fuck, when last did I see you? Since yeah? before this 2020 issue, yeah. Yeah. Are we calling it an issue now? Is that what it's called? I don't know. What do we call it? I don't know. Do we fucking irritation. Irrita- yeah, big it's time. It's a fucking irritation. Fuck this it? shit. Yeah, no. Can I just yeah. tell all of you out there? Fuck it. <laughs> 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 fuck it, man. So, talk to me, man. How you been? Yeah, I've been good. Eh? I've been good. I mean, a little bit on the down low, you know, just like looking after myself and kind of being introspective, which has been good. But to be quite honest, um, I'm waiting for this all this madness to end so that we can actually start to, you know, live the live the the craziness that we all aspire to. Is that ever going to happen again? Though? I can't answer that. Eh? All we can do is hope. Eh? Without hope, we have no life. What do you miss the most? Tequila. 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 Cold tequila. Oh my god. I do. That is the one. What's that your flavor? What's your flavor? I like a bit of a. You know, I'm not. I like the. I like the medium of the range stuff because I know that I like being able to smash it with pineapple and Tabasco. Okay. And also, when you you know when you get going and you have no you have no stop button. Yes. You don't want to be doing uh, heavy pouring tequilas because that can hurt you on a night to go through a bottle of tequila three four thousand rand. So I'm going to tell you what I found for me. So in the yeah. first couple of weeks of that hard lockdown. Um, I tanked three quarters of a bottle of Glen Morangi by myself. High five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next day, actually the next two days were fucking hell on earth. But it was such a weird... Have you been drunk in lockdown? E- marginally so, yes. A couple of okay. times, yeah, yeah. Was it weird for you too? It was weird. It was. I felt shifted. Right? Yeah. It's like, not, it's like one, because you don't have that interaction with people, but sure. also two, it's just kind of like all tanked up and fucking nowhere to it's go exactly exactly it's just it's just a timing issue with the alcohol it just doesn't work it yeah. doesn't work so i think that that's the one pastime that we need to wait until you know it's a better time but luckily we have other things as we look at we've got a fallback option which has been fantastic too so you know i live in a yes. building that's got a woolworths on the ground floor so you know the availability You've been of sorted i've been very sorted yes yeah. i've been very sorted and uh yeah, I must say this whole thing has put me in a good space. It actually gives you a chance to slow down and actually look at look at things and and actually have a chance to think about them. You know, so from that point of view, I'm very happy. How's mom? Mom's fantastic. Mom hasn't left the house since February the 10th. Wow. So she's been fully isolated. My sister goes there once a week to stock her up and get her all organized. My sister walks around the house with a mask. So we're hoping that she's been well um, isolated. And that she won't have any of the reciprocal effects of what could possibly be a, a bad thing. How old is your mom now? My mom's 74. Wow. So that's high risk, eh? High, high risk. So yeah. I've got an interesting story for you, and I'd like to bring it up on this radio broadcast. My sister's best podcast, friend. Podcast, podcast, podcast. podcast. My apologies. <laughs> I'm, fr- I'm a 80s guy. I'm from the TV <laughs> I'm from the TV generation. You know, all these new yes. technolo- te- tech words. So my sister's best friend, who's a very close family friend's dad, Mr. Murphy, um, who's also retired, I think he's hitting 80 in Hart Bay, went walking in Sandy Bay the other day, and he actually got assaulted by three dogs. Um, okay, and the lady who... Three dogs. Three dogs weren't on their leash, and he just asked them, please, can you put your dogs on the leash? And the, and the dogs were, they kind of, they bit him. And there was a bit of a problem because the lady was a little bit unassistive unass- or she wasn't interested at all in what had happened and refused to give her details. We then found her number plate, which was... Hot Dog Western Province. 
Okay. Hot dog Western province. And we've actually been trying for three weeks to track this number plate down. And through all of the people we've contacted at the various traffic departments, we haven't been able to find her. So we're a little bit worried because the old man went into hospital yesterday and it's not a great time to have to go into hospital for an operation. Um, no. You know, especially when you've, you know, it's just been a little <coughs> bit of a disappointment. So quite honestly, you know, Mrs. Hot Dog out there, if you can hear this, <laughs> um, I kill you. I kill you. <laughs> um, Sorry, so I yes, that was a good one. You, yeah? you, you touched on a, on a subject that's very close to my heart and, and close to all of our hearts a yeah. second ago. Yeah. Um, when people saw how have we been coping? <sighs> Just uh, give us a moment. Uh, yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. People's oil. Yeah, um, that's lovely. So yes, this is the elephant in the room that nobody's um, kind of talking about. So, you know, the fact that we can now legally smoke um, weed. Cannabis. Cannabis, yeah, yeah. marijuana, insangu, yeah. matakuane, whatever you want. Zol! In the comfort and then the safety of our own homes, that's been a real winner, right? That has been, that has been, that's definitely streamlined the whole process for me. So yeah. I've always been a big advocate of smoking marijuana. I've always said that the issue with smoking marijuana is as much as it has an antidepressive and a calming effect, is that it, it can kind of, um, time can get away from you. If you're smoking a lot, yeah. you actually land up, your productivity can decrease, I sure. find. And I think that um, from the point of view that this is a circumstance that we're in where we need to spend a lot of time isolated, I think that it actually is the perfect solution to this problem. Also, like you were saying earlier, there's strong medicinal benefits to where we are at the moment from smoking cannabis. The hippies, man. The hippies have been saying this for fucking years. Yeah. I mean, if we'd have listened to the hippies, <laughs> maybe we wouldn't have to worry about uh, staying at home. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I think it's all good. I'm very happy. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I mean, the tobacco thing we can work on. You know what? This is a time... F this would have been... A, this is maybe the universe telling us that the tobacco thing isn't the best thing for us. I mean, th this would have been a great time for us to, you know, to, to, to deal with that issue. Yeah. But, you know... So, um, we're both in the business of people. Um, you're in the real estate game. Yes. And you're now in the residential part of the real estate game. You've made a transition, right, from commercial over to... Yes, pretty... Uh, yeah, pretty entirely. Um, what's, what's your observation? What's the biggest difference between, you know, pre-COVID and post-COVID now? Um, you know what? For the first thing is we work in an area in Cape Town which has always thrived. It's also Cape Town in general is very seasonal. So right now we're sitting on a market which is very precarious, but it's very difficult to gauge if it's precarious only because of COVID, because of the economy as it was before COVID, or the fact that we're in the middle of winter in a city that only really trades when the sun is out properly. Yeah. So yeah. it's very difficult to because understand. Because winter is normally quiet. Winter is normally quiet. So yeah. it's difficult at the moment to really understand what's happening. Um, but what we've we've actually look, you know, we also as much as we sell luxury, um, we sell a luxury asset. We also sell a necessity for people. So, you know, when we rent properties, we're providing an essential service. People need somewhere to live. So, if you do that correctly and you you look at it from 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 giving back in, in many ways, it, it 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 can be something that can um, you know generate yeah. quite well. So we've actually had a v we've had a good run on that side on the rental side. And you sold a house a couple of weeks ago, I right? I did. I did. Thank you very much. That's yeah. always good. I can't believe the news today. <laughs> That's what that sounded like. So all good, to be honest. Great to be here. Great to be at CTO. Always the place to come to when... It feels good, right? Yeah, it's very relaxed. Yeah, I know right. the first couple of days were really weird. And, uh, and I suspect for most people it was. It was kind of like when we came out of level five into level four and um, we were allowed all of a sudden to exercise. That transition from three weeks of being in your house with only dogs and, you know... You wife. had dogs. I had... 
um, my cell phone, yeah? True story. Thank you. And um, <laughs> and then going out for a walk, I know the prom was, the Seapoint promenade was just sure. lit that first lit. morning, hey? Yeah, no, it was, it was, I mean, if you want to social distance, I wouldn't understand why that would be the place to go. Because I know. There was no social distance. And funnily enough, I've always been a big prom goer. And my first time was this morning, actually, since COVID, since the lockdown, that I actually went into the promenade. And how much of it did you do? Where did you start? You know, I have a. I start off. I start off at the pavilion, which is at a quite a focal point. I, I actually so happen to live right there. What? So not La Parada. What's it called? No. Um, so it's uh, La Perla. La Perla. Yes. And opposite La Perla, you've got um, kind of like a a communal kind of little markety little trade area happening which is, you know, they've got the bicycles that they rent out. You can take a bike and go for a ride. So that's very much a meeting spot for when you're doing walks on the promenade. Cool. And I normally start there and I m- try and get to the lighthouse in Mully Point. Mm-hmm. And I always walk around the lighthouse in a particular way, but that obviously doesn't have any relevance. you're not superstitious at all. No, 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 not at all. If I had to go the other way, there'd be a drama, <laughs> but obviously I'm not superstitious. Um, and uh, yeah, so it works out to about a four and a half kilometer walk for me, which takes about an hour, which I think is a nice little. That's amazing. Yeah, so it was good. It's not that busy. The promenade also went a bit later, but yeah, I think the the, the kind of the the hub of it, if the if you like the the, the kind of like the, that first day after level four, boom, and then everybody's. Out. I think it's kind of waned off a bit. I know people that yeah. would never normally, mostly from a safety point of view, go to places like take a walk on Table Mountain are now doing that. Yes. On a regular basis. Yes. So, and that's amazing. And they're doing that because they feel that they can socially distance, it's safer. Yes, and still have another outlet and not have to be at home or at the office. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's really cool. So it is very cool. And I think that some changes are, it's you know, it's refreshing. I think we're reimagining how we use spaces. That's why I was asking about the, the rental thing because uh, dealing with people over the phone is one thing, emails, blah, blah, blah. But then you actually have to show them the properties. So what's that been like? There's a lot of um, red tape as far as that the documents that we need to bring with. I see you've got a, a, an automated system for yeah. doing your audits for your people coming sure. in and out. We've got forms that we take. We've got different forms, contractor forms, landlord forms, client forms. So the managing of excuse me of those documents has been a bit tedious, but it definitely does the job. I think we've, we, we're fully up to date and audited with all of the procedures. And the biggest issue is the tenant that's staying there and, you know, and the issue of them not oh, really wanting... Of course, because the properties aren't necessarily empty. No, so most of the time you've got a tenant that has to allow you into his home, which is a place that they, he's keeping as a sanctity and keeping it Safe, away yeah. from the... Yeah, so that becomes difficult. But at the end of the day, you know, business in many ways has to keep trading. And like I said, it is. The rentals are an essential service. And you know, have you? Because have you, I've I've been keeping an eye on rentals, and I've seen a I've seen a, a pretty not huge but pretty big reduction in wow. rentals, right? Wow! So I feel for all the property owners that bought property owners property, excuse me, in the in the height of the market in two thousand and fourteen, fifteen, yeah, uh, or no, a little later. bit before, okay. Because you know, this is the time for anybody who's got a bit of money saved up to go and buy a property because. You Good luck you with that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's no, it's, you know, you, you've got 50 to 60% reductions in properties as they were two, three years ago. So wow. the person who's been waiting, the person that just wasn't at that threshold where they could afford that bond or afford that property are now in a position where they can do it. So there's definitely an attraction um, for people with yeah. affordability to buy a property. But people even on the rental market, I'm seeing that. I'm seeing properties, for example, here in Friederhoek and, and Tamburskliff and whatever, I'm seeing properties that used to be in the market for 16 you know, 16,000 yes, yes. um, are now all the way down to sort of 11, exactly. sometimes even as low as 10 yeah, so like for a two-bedroom. Well, there we go. So there's now the 
the opportunity to live in the center of Cape Town and in the Atlantic seaboard, which has always been favorable with the beaches and everything, is now a lot more possible because now you've got rental amounts that are that are actually realistic and people that are trying to uh, really hike up the market are just not getting traction because yeah. there's just so much available. There's just, you know, the whole Airbnb holiday short-term let market is now in a way come to a halt. So you've got a number of businesses that work in that way. You've got hotel groups that own hundreds of apartments that they work on Airbnb that are now sitting empty. So, right, right. yeah, so people are, peop- you know, there's there's good deals to be done if it's, you know, if it's a deal you're looking for. Chad Shapiro is your man. Well, I think <laughs> Cape Town, yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> And that's what I have to say. Yeah, I think it's cool. And uh, what, what I'll do when we when we um, publish this podcast, I'm going to post some links. You work for, um, you, you're, you know, you're a broker for Sotheby's. Yes, I am. Um, so I'll post the links for Sotheby's and if people want to get in touch. Because I suspect uh, a number of people uh, sitting in Europe right now who have a, an absolute love affair with a place like Cape Town yeah. are going to be keeping an eye on these things. And they're going to be looking at that apartment that maybe was slightly too much of a luxury a year or two ago yeah. is now maybe a little bit more feasible. In fact, I don't know if you did you see what Barbados has done? No. So Barbados is interesting. They've launched a campaign where they're actively trying to attract foreigners to come as a safe haven. So um, 12 month visas, work, live, play, buy property if you want. Yeah. Um, within COVID or not. So in other words, if there should be uh, an issue, so in other words, if there's an issue in their, in their home country where it's a breakout or whatever, they, they wouldn't have to leave. Right. Um, and I think that's fantastic. So it's a, it's a good way to attract people. I mean, I can think of worse things than sitting on the beach and drinking. In Barbados. I mean, you yeah, know. That's, yeah, sure. Yeah. You've had a couple of thoughts in that way, Lizzie. Maybe it's time <laughs> to take the dogs. So and yeah, so I'm thinking, you know, what winter, I mean, it's the height of summer in Europe right now, but winter will come. And yeah. when it does, I think Cape Town's going to be quite an attractive proposition once again. Yeah. Well, not that it's ever not been, but I think getting here now is slightly more tricky. Well, you know, hopefully we get through the worst of all of this and then... You know, hopefully there's a whole new, you know, there's a whole new experience waiting for us with a whole new different way of doing things. So I think positivity and patience is the thing to be right now and thing to do. So, you know, that's where we are. And, you know, Cape Town's waiting for you. So we're waiting for you. And uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. Awesome. So business of people, subscribe, like, share. Um, if you've enjoyed it, this is a complete off the cuff you know. I just say your podcast room is absolutely amazing. It's I cool, right? It's really, really Thank you cool. very much to the team at Point View FM in Berlin who've um, not only helped us with this equipment but also helping us with the distribution and the editing and all the fancy stuff that ha- happens behind the scenes. So, Superb. So, yeah, catch you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. The Business of People with Lizelle Van Rijn.